Welcome back to another episode of the Four Train Savages podcast. Today is July 11th, and Tyler, this is not just any other podcast episode from us. This is episode number 100, 100. How does it feel that we made it this long doing the podcast dude, for 100 episodes? 100 eps, dude. That's three digits. I'm pumped, dude. Hopefully we get like five bazillion more. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. that's the plan. That's the hope. That's the dream. Um, but it's been very enjoyable for the time that we've we've been doing it. And uh, the only way is up from here. And and uh, it's uh, the the way that the Yankees have been playing lately. It has us feeling oh, yeah. even better. Uh, that it's we're good for the pod too. Absolutely, pod. absolutely. Um, so the last time we spoke was before the Cleveland series. Uh, we were doing some stuff, but they took two out of three there in Cleveland, and then they lost to the Pirates in the first game, won the second one, and then split with the Boston Red Sox in Boston. And the Yankees are – there's a little bit – like there's some people after the Boston series feeling a little weary about the team. Uh-huh. Um, don't know about that, but uh, I'm not feeling – personally, me, I'm I'm fine with what they did. Um, I told you I wasn't freaking out if they lost. I honestly thought they would have lost yesterday uh, just bit by virtue of how Jameson Tyone has been pitching as of late. Um, but I am not acting like the sky is falling. Uh, it, it isn't because it, it, it isn't. But the um, you're always going to feel a little, little down when you drop a game yeah. like you did on Saturday night to the Red Sox and then how you start on Sunday yesterday and then obviously the end result. How you doing, Tyler? Dude, Rob, people, dad, grandma, uh, I'm feeling good. But Rob, you're right, dude. It's tough to be. It's tough to feel like the sky is falling when you went into a series with the Boston Red Sox 14 games back, and then you come out and they're still 14 games back. So I don't know what sky some people see that may be falling, but we're not under the same sky. I think there are some. Some different areas that we could potentially improve on that we may have not really talked about too too much uh, in the the you know last few months. I think an area of concern as of late has been left field. Um, we've talked about that. I don't know how you feel about this, but personally, I think there could be some room for potentially a pitcher now. I mean, Maddie Carps has been in left field. Hicks has been slugging. Um, the bullpen kind of got worked a little bit in this series, Rob. Not in a good way. Um, I'm also fine with the split, though. It just doesn't feel great. It's kind of like an ugly split at the end of the day. Uh, I was at the first two games, boots on the ground. We were we had boots on the ground for four straight games, Rob. How about that? Four straight baseball <laughs> games. Uh, Pittsburgh was awesome. That was a really fun time. I met the genius that is Matt Blake. That was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, sick. That was, that sick. was cool. No, the worst possible photo of myself that I could put on the internet, but I was like, it has to You're, go up. <laughs> dude, stop it. You looked you looked good in it, except for your your bracing of the, I, the left I know, hip people, or whatever. I told you. I told you guys, like, what are you, nervous meeting Matt Blake? I go. I was like, no, I forgot my belt in the hotel room, and I was getting ready for a photo. <laughs> and I was, like, getting myself ready. My brother snapped the photo too fast. But that was really cool. And yeah. You said to me, uh, people were saying it in the comments on the photo, too. 
they're like, dude, I would have never realized that was Matt Blake. And I, me and my brother were walking around the park uh, before the second game just to like see around the park, see around Pittsburgh a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And um, I go, holy shit, that's Matt Blake. I like instantly knew he was there with his wife <laughs> and the dog. And like we made eye contact. And he immediately and like, knew that I knew who he was. Yeah. And like his wife was smiling with the dog. And I was like, dude, I got to get a photo. <laughs> so, uh, and I just go, I was like, man, I was like, thank you for what you're doing with the pitching staff right now. We love what we're seeing. We love what we're seeing. Oh, yeah. And like say, oh, yeah. my brother Heck said the yeah, same dude. thing. So he, uh, that was really cool. He was a nice guy. Um, but Pittsburgh I feel like was, I, yeah. I feel like I would have noticed him. Like, when you sent me the picture, I obviously, of course, knew who it was, like, the second. But I was just thinking, like, walking around the ballpark, I don't know if I would have just been like, oh, shit, that's Matt Blake. Because he looks so normal. I mean, he looked like a straight-up dad in that picture. I, w- I will <laughs> say, when uh, when we, we were walking up the thing, my dad goes, look at – or uh, my brother goes, look at this jabron with his dog. And I go <laughs> – <laughs> and, and it I, was Matt Blake? Yeah, it was Matt Blake. And I go, that jabron is an absolute genius. He's an absolute yeah. genius. So, he's about to get paid. Yeah, he's about to get paid. Could be a future manager somewhere for sure, mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, yeah, Pittsburgh was really cool. Uh, the ballpark was really nice. Food was more mediocre than I thought it would be. Um, get? Beers were half the price of what they are at Yankee Stadium, so that was cool. There was a bar right outside called Mike's Beer Bar that had like 500 different beers. I was so overwhelmed before the game, like going there, and then we <laughs> really? went after. But I went with the old staple of Pittsburgh, a couple Iron City beers, and uh, we're crushing Heck those yeah, for a gotta while. Yeah, got to go local. Yes, um, and uh, let's just say the drinks were flowing. Uh, after the first <laughs> game, I was a little more inebriated after that one just because uh, – you know, it was the first night, plus, like, the Yankees didn't score runs in the way that I thought they would. <laughs> and then the next game, they did it to a whole new level, which was so awesome oh, yeah. to see. Oh, they slucked. Wait, dude, what, what, what did you what, what did you have for food? Uh, um, for, so, for the first game, I had, I did just a hot dog, and then I got the, they have, like, these, oh, what was the name of the place? I have a photo of it, and I could read what the thing, but I got, like, chicken tenders, uh, this and then they had like these zesty fries, or something. Yep. I'm trying to see. What yep. They right are. up my alley. Right up my alley. Uh, Anything with the word zesty in it. Yeah, but I had those, and then they uh, they have the and then the second game I had like these. I think it's called per- Perini something. It's like they're I I don't know if it's like a local Pittsburgh thing, but they had I got some like a Pittsburgher sandwich, and it was like oh word. Okay. It had like coleslaw and like. Uh, like yep, ground beef, like cheese and stuff. It was pretty good, but I wouldn't say that it blew me out of the water. I also got some ice cream, which was pretty solid. Don't really get ice cream at a baseball game typically because I am usually drinking at baseball games. They're having a that beer. Would put, that like, would that would put me on the toilet fast. Yeah, well, beer and <laughs> beer and ice cream is not necessarily the greatest combination, but if it is no. for you, more power to you. Not yep. for me exactly, it's got but iron stomach. <laughs> yeah, so you gotta have an iron stomach. They did, which was big. Like my brother's a huge fan of uh, of the alcoholic Arnold Palmer's. They had like a, a whole stand dedicated to that. Like I will say, they had a larger selection that Yankee Stadium did. Like they had they had like your typical domestic ones, like Bud Light, Coors, like all that. And then they had yeah, they had like different seltzers too. Like I know Yankee Stadium just has like Bud Light seltzers. They had like the Vizzy seltzers and like all these okay. different all these different ones and like tall boys. And I was just, I was just ecstatic because it was half the price of what a Yankee stadium tall boy was. I'm like, dude. Okay. Um, you said it was seven bucks. 
Yeah, seven dollars and fifty cents. So like for yeah, two beers, wild. you get for two beers. You know, you're getting one at Yankee Stadium. So that was different. I'm really curious on what it'll be like when I go to St. Louis in a in a few weeks because like I, I feel like it'll be less money. But I know say also too like ton of Yankee fans, bro. Ton of Yankee fans. Oh, it looks like a home game, dude. It was a home game, and I we'll get into the games, but I'll just spoil it now. I have ne- I dude, they were booing Joey Gallo louder than I think I've heard him be booed this year when I was at the game for Yankee Stadium. <laughs> no joke about it. That's kind of funny, dude. There was a dude that was behind, like a few rows up, but same section that was. Like chanting Joey Gallo sucks to like his lungs were gonna burn out. He was doing it every <laughs> at bat, and I turned to my brother, and obviously we'll get to it. But I'm I'm like, dude, he's gonna hit a bomb just because this guy is saying this. And what just did he do? This asshole. Yeah. Moonshot, moonshot. Yeah. And uh, I saw all those players outside the hotel. I took a video, put that on TikTok. That did numbers, which was cool. And like, mm-hmm. it was cool seeing um, everybody walk by. We we went back to our hotel because I need to charge my phone. We need to get some food. So I miss Judgy, and I don't know if Stanton walked by, but I know Judgy. I ended up seeing later Judgy walk by with like the the boombox and stuff, which was cool. Um, but like, Nestor was like Gangster. a little or got. Oh, I forgot to tell you this. Or I did kind of tell you this. I when I, Glaber was walking, he was on one of the first buses, dude. I was like six feet away from him. My brother like yeah, bought, brought close. some balls. Brought some balls with him to get signed, and I was like right there. And Glaber just looked like he didn't want to be bothered. And I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna let this dude rock." But then, like all the what a kids, guy, all the kid, yeah. all the kids were like running up to him. But Glaber, Glaber's like Glaber. I, I think I'm just as tall as Glaber, and Glaber was, um, you know, he was he was decked out. He had like his shades on. I know he does some some designer. Does he wears some oh, designer yeah. shit? But Glaber, Glaber was uh, that was cool to see him. I dude, I was so close to him. I was like, holy shit! Like <laughs> I see this guy yeah, on TV all the that's time. That's GT. <laughs> yeah, so um yeah, but Pittsburgh was cool. I uh the ballpark area was really nice. The concourse was solid. Um and I will say after it rained, it the like the skyline that night was really cool. I saw I know you saw a cool skyline in uh Oh, in Fenway, Boston. yeah. Yeah. That was one of the more wild sunsets I've ever seen, honestly, too. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you went to two games that they won and Yeah, before. literally. So all right, but let's let's hop into it. Game one, Jameson Tyone on the mound. In this one, he goes five and a third, six hits, five earned runs, zero walks, five Ks. Again, Jameson Tyone's having a bit of a comeback down to earth moment or moments here. Uh, Vogelback hit a home run to start it off, and then Sawinski hit a home run. Also, Pittsburgh has this home run counter in right field, and I think it was at forty two to start the weekend. And like the yeah, I was I turned to my brother. I was like, the Yankees instantly destroyed that with the second game. <laughs> like it felt like it. <laughs> they, they probably, they probably just wanted to. I think they set a stat that is the like the Yankees have eighty solo home runs, and the Pirates' total is forty. Is half of that like solo home? That's I think absurd. the Yankees have absurd. the Yankees have like 130, 140 home runs. Uh, it's just wild stat. Um, but yeah, all, only runs that came in this one was was a Judge single down the line got us within four one, um, and then. Cruz hit a sack fly in the sixth, and then Carpenter uh, singled to get in a run in the eighth. But the bats just kind of went dead, and that's kind of the tale of the town there. Mm-hmm. Um, Luis Severino in the second game, six innings pitch, four hits, zero earned runs, three Ks, and the the floodgates opened in the fifth. Or yeah, that that wasn't D- a baseball game. DJ got two runs, and then I turned to my brother. 
I was like, dude, they got to start hitting home runs soon because I came here to see some moon doggies in uh-huh. Pittsburgh and see it b- behind this f- beautiful stadium. And as soon as I said that, they started hitting bombs. But I will tell you a quick story that was funny. There was a guy further up, as I said, that was talking smack about Joey Gallo. Yep. Then there were a couple guys directly behind me that were talking smack about Josh Donaldson and Gallo and anyone that they didn't that came up that they didn't like. And it was just really funny because so they're saying this in like the second, third inning when they're getting their first bats up with Donaldson and Gallo and and they're saying like Donaldson oh, is Donaldson's average, he sucks and and understandably so Donaldson actually had a kind of shitty streak prior to now when he's getting hot, obviously he continued in a Fenway. But mm-hmm. I and then they were saying the same stuff about Gallo. And I've been critic of Gallo, like you know this, but I, I literally turned to my brother. I go, dude, nothing will be funnier right now than these guys having to eat Josh Donaldson and Joey Gallo going back to back with home runs. And, yeah. And there's another guy that I said it to, like didn't know him, no idea, and I said it to him because obviously he was hearing these guys talking all this shit. And what do you know? Donaldson, Gallo, back to back in the top of the six, and you know where these effing guys were? Not in their seats. <laughs> they, 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 I don't they, know they, where they went. I don't know <laughs> where they went. I go, you gotta be kidding me! Yeah, but that was so funny because it was. Funny. I, I was like, dude, that's just the way baseball works and like sports works sometimes. Because you know, I'll be, I'll be talking smack. I'll, I'll send out like a tweet about Gallo sucking, and then he immediately hits a home run. I'm like, it's destined to be if that it, if this is the case. W- that's how it goes. I mean, we play a role in this every week, it feels like now. Yeah, exactly. Every week. Um, we just got to talk shit. <laughs> so, yeah, the remainder of this game, Higashioka has a home run dead center. That was cool. The judge home run, Grand Slam, was amazing. Uh, Donaldson, sack fly, and then a Hicks Grand Slam. And then after the Hicks Grand Slam, I immediately look at my – I go, I'm taking out my phone, and I'm filming the Stanton home run. He's hitting a home run, and what do you know? <laughs> he hits a home run. And then uh, Kyle Gashioka tacks on. We win 16 nothing. That is a football score um, there. Even They didn't even put up anything on the, <laughs> anything on the board. Um, but savages of the series for this one. I got to go with Aaron Judge. Absolutely. Just the Grand Slam made my entire trip. Like it was amazing. Just like our seats on the second game were just so perfect. Like looking at him in the batter's box and the way that it angled out. And that funny video of that guy who was a Pirates fan. He's like, I love the Pirates, but man, I love me some Aaron Judge. And, <laughs> that and was then, awesome. Yeah. And then Judge hits the home run. He got all hyped up. I feel bad for Pirates fans. They deserve better. I will say they deserve better. At least they, I mean, they do got some talent on their team. I mean, if you look at the O's, dude, like the O's are randomly, dude, the Orioles are two games back of a playoff spot. Imagine we were saying that last year. Wild. But they got some young dudes, kind of like the Orioles. Like, they got Key Brian Hayes, O'Neill Cruz, Brian Reynolds. It kind of should be a little better, dude. But, yeah, I yeah. mean, they can't they can't pitch for – pitching's not not a thing over there. Jack squat. Yeah, no. But my savage of the series, dude, kind of got to go with Seve. Just shut him down. And he is – I think he's finally getting in the swing of things, dude. I think his ERA is down to, like, 3.1 or something. Obviously, I've told you. Everyone knows, not a huge ERA guy myself, but um, he's kind of look, starting to look like. I mean, he arguably second, third best pitcher on the team. I mean, pitching well. I'd say second, yeah. yeah. Nestor's taking a bit of a dive, so I, I would give mm-hmm. a nod to Sevy. Uh, MVP of sucking. Stink. Me and Tyler are doubling up on this one. Jameson Tyone. Yep. It uh. It's not looking good for him. I mean, I think you listed off his earned run and like a tweet or whatever, and it's just it's a lot. Yeah, I got him. 
I got him right here, dude. In his last uh, seven starts, he's given up six runs, five runs, three runs, six runs, zero runs, three runs, four runs. And I don't know how to, I don't know how to add like that, but it just feels like too many runs. If I'm being quite honest, after yeah. a stellar start to the season, dude. Insane. Like, I mean, his ER, he had the lowest ERA at a point in the season. Like once yeah, Lester started having a bit of a downturn, I believe it was Tyone that was leading. Exactly. ERA. We were kind of sitting here and we're like, we both said it. We we're like, dude, Tyone has kind of been the the best pitcher on the team or second best pitcher on the team this year. And then he just decided to be terrible. It's being bad at a bad time, Rob. Herman's yeah. coming back. I mean, it only takes one Phantom IL. And this is, honestly, this is not great for him because he's in a contract year as well. Yeah. It's not. I could sacrifice him some money. Um, all mm-hmm. right. So after that, the Yankees head to Boston. Going to bean time. Tyler was in attendance for this one for Garrett yep. Cole on the mound in game one. Do you want to – you can go through it because I get, you were there for those two games, so you could run Oh, yeah. Game. Dude, so I went to this game with my, my buddy, my buddy's mom, his couple roommates, and his cousin. Listen, his buddy's mom is a riot, first of all. She, she, she likes to drink. Let me just put that out there. And I didn't even end up getting to my seats until 8 p.m. because we just had to go to every bar pregame. And, dude, I don't know if you – you've been to Fenway, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah. The sausage at Paws outside the stadium <laughs> is ridiculous, dude. Like, mind-boggling, mind-bogglingly bogglingly good. It's insane. Just have to throw that out there. Um but yeah, dude, Cole goes six innings pitch, five hits, five earned, three walks, seven Ks. Not great, dude. Not great. Yankees won this game, obviously. Starts it off. Yeah, exactly. I actually got to the game. As soon as I got into my seats, Donaldson hit the grand slam. So I did not miss anything, thankfully. I missed everyone getting on base. But Donaldson uh, starts it off with a grand slam, dude. He's finally getting hot. So at this point, I'm just like, dude. I'm not even stressing at this game. 4 nothing, and then Hicks right after uh, gets involved as well. This is almost kind of like the Hicks-Donaldson show a little bit this series. Um, but then I forgot there's a dude named Rafael Devers on the Boston Red Sox. He who owns hits, Garrett Cole. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, like worse than G-Man Choi. Yeah, like it's bad. Yeah. Um, Devers hits a bomb, dude. 4 and 35 feet, two-run shot, makes it 5-2. Then, dude, all-star catcher Jose Tavino doubles to – uh, double to the catcher. Would you look at that? Because who, who was it? They cannot uh, the, catch baseballs. Yeah. What's it? Frankie Core. I don't know how to pronounce his last name for some reason. Oh, Frankie Cordero. Uh, they're trying to like kind of make him a first baseman. I don't believe he's a first baseman by trade, but completely lost the baseball. Love Bet that. They, they traded for Rizzo. Oh yeah, great thing. Or just reshine Schwarber. I think he has twelve home runs in June, dude. June, dude, or something like that. Um, but yeah, Trevino. Infield pop-up, no one catches the ball, 6-2 Yanks. Um, and then Devers again in the fifth, bro. It didn't even look like they were trying to throw him a strike. And then Matt Blake comes out, dude. And I don't know what he could have said besides don't throw him a strike. And he didn't throw him a strike. He threw him a hittable pitch, though. But I'm thinking at that point, just walk him. Uh, Devers hits another bomb, dude. He had all five RBIs in this game. Yanks end up closing it out. Uh, they go Peralta, Cole to Peralta to King to Holmes, and that'll just about do it for you. Six five Yanks. That's a dub. Put it but in what the do we think, column. dude? 
because uh, I just I really hope that the Yankees finish with um, the best overall record, win the division, and they do well, yeah. not have to pitch Garrett Cole in Fenway Park. Because Dude, because will lose. Yeah, there is he. He's pitched in Fenway a handful of times now, and he has yet to have a good start. It's I. Uh, it's very. Listen, like is that a am thing? I, dude? Am I? Am I? Do I? I still stand by that. I'd rather face Boston in a series than I would Houston. But oh, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think that we're destined to have to play Houston. We may even destined be play have to play both. But like, yeah, that was just he. He started off not terrible, and like the Yankees gave him a nice lead. But it was just like he. There's something about Raffy Devers. And there's something about playing in Boston. It's as if it's like a reversal of what what it was with Pedro. It really is. It, mm-hmm. I that listen. We talk about Stanton being the daddy of the Red Sox. Listen, up until this point, I mean, you. I, I think he has had. A, I think Cole has had a few good starts at Yankee Stadium against the Red Sox, but not in or, Fenway, dude. But even the start of the year, I think he had that bad start. Didn't he get yanked? Yeah, then, like, he, the, he got I, shelled I in, in the opening day that we won. Yeah, I was in Cancun, so I didn't see that one. But, like, that's, like, they're kind of his daddy. It just it is mm-hmm. what it is. Uh, so that is why I am not – and that would be an interesting conversation to talk about. Like, if we're in a series, and even if we're starting at Yankee Stadium and you want to start the series on a good note, I'm st- they're obviously probably going to go with Cole. But I know there will be a conversation by Yankee fans. I, do you I think there start almost should the, be. But do you want to start him out on the note of starting? Like, I'll put it to you this way: Say like Severino is absolutely gangbusters through the last part of the season, and he's yeah. kicking ass. I hear you. And we're our first matchup. Say and see. I, I obviously I don't know how it really shakes out with the. I have to take another look at it. But are you just to get the series off on the right note and lock up a game? Would you debate starting Seve game one and then Cole game two just because it's the Red Sox? I, I don't mean, know. if you're yeah, if you're in Fenway, I think not, there's a real well, argument to be made. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're I probably not going to have game one in Fenway. All right. Well, how about this then? Say, God forbid, knock on wood, we get to a game. I don't know. A game six. four or five, five six. probably whatever we get to a season deciding game in Fenway, and you could either have Sevy or Garrett pitch. I do think until Garrett has a very good start in Fenway, which he has the opportunity to do before the season's over, and someone else is cooking, you go with the hot hand. Let's roll with it. Yeah, I I gotta agree with that. He's isn't. Is it's the same thing of why we look at Chapman now and we say put the ego aside. Like you're still the number one dude, but mm-hmm. based on yeah, the we numbers, are not saying he's bad. Like he's but, the ace. But based on the numbers and his prior history and how the Yankees run on analytics now and or for the most part, and they are placing pe- they they like to think that they pay, pl- place people in the correct positions. Like that's something you gotta definitely address. And you're saying, you know. Yeah, I don't know. This uh like this could just be walk, up for just disaster. walk him too then. <laughs> like just walk him. Throw him nothing low and walk him if cuz it's Devers. Did you dude, hear one of his quote after he he's I threw, I threw it in the right spot but I I don't know how he <laughs> got it. 
I don't know how he got. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, I thought I had the Kermit the Frog one. I had I had Susan up there. Oh my good goodness gracious! <laughs> Honestly, both he's, both will probably work. So. Oh yeah, he, dude. He said, "Did you hear the quote where he was like, they were like, so, what do you do now about uh, you know, Devers moving forward?" And he goes, "I'm open to suggestions." <laughs> like I I, I did kind of like that answer, but. What do we think about left field, dude? Hicks played a solid left field. Rumor He's is kind of coming around. Michael, rumor is they're looking at Michael Taylor right now. Michael really? A. Taylor. Yeah, John I did Morosi, not even Yankees see are that. looking okay. at a number of outfielders on the trade market with Michael Taylor among them. Gold I Glover. Think they li- yeah, I think they like Carpenter off the bench, dude. Oh well, or li- everyone or like just Carpenter stuffing them wherever. Yeah, so I don't know if they because. My current kind of dilemma is like, all right, dude, if Hicks isn't going to figure it out, which it's, I mean, the numbers have been very good for Aaron Hicks the last month and a half. Back on the right track. But, yeah, I think they like Carp off the bench too much. Um, But, yeah, before we move into game two, dude, there's a lot of Yankees fans there. Like, it felt like 60-40 to me. I don't know if you hear it on the TV, but there's a lot of let's go Yankees chance. I was not alone in the bleachers at all. One, my cousin's husband messaged me and was like, "Man, there are a ton of Yankee fans here. It's yeah, crazy. we were well so repped, dude. That that's the way it's gonna be. Like, I'm not even gonna be surprised if there's a ton of Yankee fans in St. Louis, even though that's a good team. Plus, they have a crazy loyal fan base. Like, Yankee fans travel. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. That's why we're oh, yeah. the most hated fan base, and it's probably uh huh. Did you hear uh, David Cohn's? Um, he said it on the air too, on the broadcast. He was like, they were talking about how well the Yankees are, t- like Yankee fans are traveling and stuff. And he was like, the damn Yankees are back. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's funny how irritating it gets to people. It's yeah. really funny. Um, yeah. Alrighty. Hey, you got anything else from this game, Rob? Cole? I mean, not great. Not the start you want. Um, Hicks Donaldson show, and then. Sox can't play defense at first base. Yep. Clay Holmes pretty, is really good. Pretty much the moral of the story for game one. Yes, sir. Let me rip game two, and then you take uh, – you want the losses? Yes, sir. <laughs> All righty. Game two, dude, I wanted to take the over in this game before I even got there because I just had a not great feeling. But Nestor goes 3.2 innings pitch, eight hits, four earned, two walks, four Ks. Uh, he was, They were hitting the ball hard against him for the most part. Um, to start it off, dude, first of all, the Yankees fucking mash the baseball. I mean, they obviously win this game 12-5, but they started off the same way they started off in game one. Not the same with the Grand Slam, but you get what I mean. Glaber, single to left center, DJ scores, Carpenter uh, gets in scoring position, and then right after, Donaldson, three-run shot. Like, he's getting hot. He's finally being the Josh Donaldson that, you know, you're kind of paying him at this point. $25 million to be. Um, Sox kind of hit right back in the first. Uh, score two with a Vasquez double. Uh, and then it really doesn't stop, bro, with Matt Carpenter. Doubles to center. DJ scores, makes it 5-2. And then Joey Gallo. He's like, all right, I can't hit it over the fence. So let me just nearly hit an inside-the-park home run. Uh, Gallo triples to deep right. Hicks scores. Trevino hit scores. In the lights and Arroyo cannot see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um, Gallo obviously tried to stretch it to home, and he was kind of – it was close, but he was kind of dead. But, yeah, the the Christian Arroyo thing – dude, I was in the standing room uh, up in 
up in right field. So we're watching the ball and I can like clearly see the ball because I'm on the upper deck and I'm like, you dude's not even close to it, bro. And then all of a sudden you get, he gets happy feet too. I almost felt bad for him and his hands are in the air and he's like, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> and then Gallo obviously triples, um, makes Fun it seven. Fun stat. I think they said this on the broadcast. I believe Joey Gallo, if he scored that, uh, inside the park home run, I think he would have had more inside the parkers than sack flies for his career. Really? I'm almost 100%. That is nuts. I'm almost 100% positive that the, those words came out of Ryan Rucco's mouth. And, like, <laughs> I'm – okay, I think his sack fly total is three, but I, I think his – I think his – inside the parkers were at say two and joey's like a fast guy so it's not i know yeah, he definitely he has one move, yeah. but I, I don't know if it was either he broke it tied it or fell within one under and however you want to chalk that up crazy banana the fact that it's even remotely close to be a discussion is bananas <laughs> <laughs> but yeah seven two after the gallo triple and um the forgot how to catch a fly ball second baseman playing right field uh maddie carps hits another bomb dude 411 feet to right field makes it 8-2 and then Donaldson and Hicks steal um throwing error by Vasquez gets them in 9-2 and then it gets a little weird here story homers I'm I can't stand Trevor story my buddy taught like talks like he's the best player ever too it drives me nuts I'm just screaming garbage time homer as soon as that was hit uh, and then Dahl back homered and he's literally having like one of the worst baseball hitting baseball seasons in the league this year. So when he homered, I was kind of like, all right, we got to get Nestor out of this game, I think, sooner rather than later. And that's exactly what they did. Um, pulled him there. And then the sixth, Bogart's ground to third. Ref Snyder scores, makes it 9-5. There was actually a very big at-bat right after that. I believe, I can't remember who was up. Was it Devers, dude? It might have been Devers against, oh, I want to say Litke. I can't remember. They had a, who was it? When it was bases load, 3-2 count. I think it was Devers up, dude. It was 9-5, and they had the potential to tie it, but they obviously didn't. Uh, it was I a pop-out. It, it might have been Licky, but it was a pop-out to third. That was really the the end of the game at that point. Um, and then Marwin sacrifice, uh, with the little suicide squeeze almost uh, makes it 10-5. I love that. N- up 9-5 in the seventh. Button hicks in yeah, from, uh, from third. It was word. Yeah. Uh, love that. And then Glaber just tacks on in the eighth as well. Glaber doubles IKF scored. I believe this is when JBJ was pitching, makes it 11-5. And then they're taking walks against JBJ. I mean, it's just, it was beautiful. IKF walks, Trevino scores, Judge the second. Marwin a third, and that's the game, dude. 12-5, to five. a lot of runs. A lot of runs. A lot of runs. Felt but, a little bit like uh, Wednesday night, kind of. Yeah, um, I left after like midway through the seventh in this game because I was like, this game's fucking over. I've been here for two days now. <laughs> um. All right. Game number three. Monty pitching five and two thirds, five hits, two earned runs, one walk, four Ks. Uh, best start of the series by Jordan Montgomery, easily. Um, Aaron Hicks continues to be hot in this game. Uh, hits mm-hmm. a homer, ties it at one after a Dahlbeck RBI. And Rizzo tacks on an RBI, gets us up 2-1. Donaldson singles to get in another RBI. Um, and then Rob Snyder, former Yankee, uh, crazy 
that you know that how far along that was ago uh gets yeah. them within one run and then verdugo singles to get in a run and then this goes until the top of the 10th uh with the this is the first time that the runner on second rule came back to bite us in the ass but really the yankees had the opportunity to win this game uh um, should have won yeah they should have won so i'm not pinning it on that i know a lot of people will be easy to pin it on the quote-unquote mickey mouse rule even though i don't think it's a mickey mouse rule anymore um but the Yankees got a 5-3 cushion, um, but unfortunately then uh, Jeter down, singles in uh, Duran, um, and then gets Ref Snyder uh, to second. Um, and I – so I was at a bar at this one, Tyler. Where was the – I missed – I saw the walk-off, but I think I was taking a bathroom break. I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, where was the Donaldson misplay? So that was in the 10th, dude. There was one out in the 10th. Was it one? Yeah, it was one out in the tenth. Runners on uh, first and third, or first and second, one of the two. Um, I want to say it was Xander that hit the ball, hard ground ball, Donaldson. It would have been a double play because it was hit so hard, and he just had it, lost it on the transfer. Um, I don't even think he got the out at first, if I remember correctly, because he instantly didn't have it at second. But or he got it at second and. It was too slow for the run, for the runner at first, one or the other. Um, but, yeah, it was a tailor-made double play. Uh, it was tough because when that happened, you're kind of like, uh, okay, yeah, this – I know Clay Holmes is on the mound, but it just kind of made it – it lined it up perfectly for Verdugo, who tied it in the eighth, to then come up and win the game in the ninth because there was a runner on second uh, and third. And that's exactly what happened, dude. So – Tough way to tough tough way tough way. To it was play. a really really sloppy game from two teams, dude. Not game series in terms of defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, DJ uh, dropped a couple in the next game. Yeah, it, DJ. It's, yeah, it's just a weird game. Game I wasn't four. That, oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I wasn't that mad. Like I wasn't that mad about this game. But after taking the first two, you really want to win this series. I mean, yeah, it's just it, – it left a tough taste in your mouth. But shout-out Monty. Yeah. Monty pitched well. Tyone, five innings pitched, seven hits, six earned runs, one walk, three Ks. The concern there continues. Um, Stanton started this one off with a home run to right center, got in judge, two-run home run. Um, I have no idea. Like, off the bat, and I don't know if it was ESPN's angles or the way that the light was. I didn't. I thought that was a bouncer to, and it bounced off the wall. But then they go. You that. thought that too? Yeah. I was thought it was a ground rule double, dude. It was <laughs> yeah, fucking I, weird. And then I saw the home run graphic. I go, huh. I had to do a double <laughs> take. Um, and then Trevino, all star catcher, singles in the shallow left to get in a run, and then IKF singles in center, and we're up four nothing. Um, but the Red Sox go ahead and chip away a little bit. 4-2 with a Cadero home run. Matt Carpenter continues with a home run in the top of the third. Um, and then the Red Sox took over, man. He said a combination later in the game of DJ's misplays. Uh, I always hate those in-between balls between the outfielder and the second baseman or the shortstop. It's always weird. Yeah, it was tough. Um, that strikeout by Stanton in the sixth or seventh, absolutely terrible. Horrendous! Not single one of those was a ball, and as Aaron Boone rightfully said, six balls on that at bat. You had a walk and a half on that, 
and just terrible. Um, and that was still, I think we were down by one run, and then obviously it was a run, one, one run game, dude. One one run game, and then obviously it got out of hand. Um, and uh, just after that, it was pretty deflating. Boone got tossed, and um, uh, yeah, I mean, it just it. And then I woke not, up on the couch at one thirty. Not losing my mind, not being too crazy about it, but you split. But the good thing is, you play them again this upcoming weekend, and you can that is stomp true. on their throats in and the you Bronx. Can feel, I mean, we already won the first series, so it's what is it? It's, uh, it's we're up four, by four, four, two, or four, three, four, three. Yeah, so we're we up by one, game. We're up by a game. You go ahead and you win two more games this weekend. At least you're feeling you're feeling fine. And the thing mm-hmm. is, dude, the Boston Red Sox have not won a single series against an American League East opponent all year. They have either split or lost the series. That's that's including two series against Baltimore Orioles, which in which I think yeah. they lost. They did not. I think they split with like the Rays or Toronto. So, listen, I I, I don't think I'm talking too many fans off the ledge here, but I, I know it's just tough because it's Boston, and you just hate them, and rightfully so. Um, but it's fine. Uh, interesting comments, too, about Judge. And during the game yesterday, he basically says that he is open to a contract negotiation during the season. So that was interesting. Uh, keep tabs on that. That I don't was really very think it, surprising. I don't really think it's going to – I don't know. Maybe, do I. maybe they'll just surprise us in – They'll surprise us in September with a massive contract, which would be Imagine a, that, dude, going into the postseason. Surprise. They uh, announced it going into the postseason. That'd be awesome. That would be really yeah. cool. That'd be a big um, fire me up. But thing. It, you know what would really suck about that is if he sucked in the postseason and he just signed the contract, he would have to be very solid or like average, because like, that that would set him up for like a bad guy, like with within the media and stuff. It would. All right, so just just announce it after we win the World Series, then. Just do it then. That's that fine. Too. They they just yeah. Hal brings out his checkbook at in yeah. um, the Canyon. Imagine Heroes. a. Pu- yeah, <laughs> a public way. He's just like, all right, Aaron, what do you want? <laughs> but, dude, I got three things I want to talk about, kind of not from just this game, but a little bit of this series. And you got to tell me which one you want to start with. Araldus Chapman, Matt Carpenter, and Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks. I don't want to talk about Araldus Chapman. I'll leave that to you. <laughs> well, we, have, we have to talk about Araldus Chapman a little bit. But, dude, Aaron Hicks... I'm looking at his numbers for the season right now. I don't have the splits in front of me of like the last month and a half or whatever that keeps going around on Twitter. I can't find it right now. But the man is hitting 238. He has a 357 on base percentage. He's the third highest on the team. 359 slugging. I mean, it's nothing to, to do much of. Um, 716 OPS, but he now has a 109 OPS plus. Does that feel real to you, Rob? Does it feel like, like I, I, I don't know if the eye test supports those numbers necessarily um for comparison josh donaldson has a 105 ops plus and a lower ops we've been harping on him a little bit um that's kind of the only one that compares because then you're looking at like freaking joey gallo who's been obviously terrible um i haven't i haven't changed my real i i think hicks should still be on the roster. I'm not at the point of cutting him as I would Gallo. Coming into the season, I said, you know, it would be really cool if we got another outfielder, and then Hicks would be your bench guy. I that, that's mm-hmm. I was cool with that. So maybe I still want them to be aggressive in an outfielder, whether that's a Benintendi or 
uh, dare I say, Brian Reynolds or whoever. I, I want a significant upgrade in left field still. Like, I, I don't really want them to rest and say, ah, oh, Hicks is going to come back to his average. Well, you guys are in a very good position to really make a serious run here. I want. Yeah. What if Hicks kills it for, for July, dude? I still want another guy. He, he, okay. He, I, he's not trustworthy. The only dudes that I know, like, in my heart of hearts, that I feel super trustworthy on this roster that I know will at least come back to their average no matter what is like Judge Stanton, Garrett Cole when he's not pitching against the Red Sox, and throw in a reliever. You want to say Clay Holmes, but even then. I mean, I got confidence in DJ and Glaber DJ, now, too. DJ and Glaber, even then last year, Glaber. Like, I, Hicks just, I don't know. That That's guy, fair. That's fair. But it's encouraging, and I'm going to root him on, but I'm not going to say that now derails me from saying, ah, oh, we don't need a left fielder anymore. No. Yeah. Go get no, a That's left fair. I think it feels kind of like the most – um, what's the word? Probable, maybe? Uh, I feel like the most likely option could potentially be Ben Attendee because they shouldn't have to give up much for him. He's on an expiring deal. He's a free agent after this year. Andrew Ben Attendee, dude, he's hitting 317, 389 OBP. That's instantly the highest on-base percentage of any Yankee. All-star. Uh, he has a 401 slugging. OPS at 790, so he doesn't slug a ton. He's got 125 OPS plus, and he's obviously a lefty. Um... That'd be an improvement. Yeah. It would be. But my na- my thought process is if they go and get Andrew Benatendi, that was that will be less at bats. This is a good transition by me right here. So shout out me. Um that would be less at bats for Matt Carpenter, who, Rob, has started twenty games this year. He has ten home runs, which is tied with Every White Sox play, which is tied for every White Sox player that leads their team in home runs. So no other person on the White Sox that started a bazillion games has ten or more home has more than ten home runs. Matt Carpenter hits a home run in every other game, basically that he starts. What's with that? That's like an impossible pace. Matt Carpenter is really good. He is. He found his stroke again, and he is. Um... He's fun to watch. He's really he's really awesome. When I saw him in person walking out of the hotel, the guy looked just like a cartoon character. Yeah, and it's he's just, just like character. He's absurd. I mean, he he kind of just like watching him bat, dude. It looks like he's just sitting in the box waiting for like pa- very patiently waiting for a strike that he's going to absolutely mash. Uh-huh. The guy is slugging 859. It doesn't it doesn't his bat speed is so weird to me. Like it kind of, like his bat path. Like it, it looks like he's swinging slow, but he's not. Yeah. He makes good contact, and, and the ball just keeps going every time. Yeah, and that none. He hasn't really had any cheapies of what he's gotten. No. So he's got. Yeah, a, I I don't know how realistic it is that they like the first time he played the outfield and right field in Pittsburgh was. His first time since 2013, so I don't know how realistic it is they consistently put him in left uh, just yeah. because he's older. Um, but in a playoff game, are you confident? Yeah, I I, I would be okay with it. Um, There's a lot of people I'd pinch hit uh, for, or Matt Carpenter for, in a playoff game potentially. Oh, you mean that you would 
put Matt Carpenter in the pinch hit for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, I meant. Yeah, yeah. Because he's just it's just a professional at bat, dude. He's got 22 hits this year. 13 of them are extra base hits. 10 of them obviously being homers. Yeah, that guy. He's is got 10 filling, walks too. Filling a role perfectly for for the Yanks. Um, and it, every team could have had him. Yeah, pretty much. Chapman. Um, all right, uh, that guy stinks. He is a basket case. He needs. I hate him. Like, the even remote thought that he deserves time as a closer over Clay Holmes is laughable. We didn't talk about the Cleveland series, but did it again in Cleveland when we were up big, and he immediately let up runs and let runners on base, and he did it in Boston. That guy is just I I don't he's in a long relief role now. If like we're down by two or three runs and they just want to throw him in and it kind of feels out of reach with the game, and I don't care. But and in any high leverage situation where you're not your bullpen isn't taxed or you don't have another available arm instead, I don't want to see that guy anywhere near it. He's just he's damaged goods. I just feel I it there's just He's outstayed his welcome, and I, I don't know. I don't really. <laughs> it's a phenomenal way to put it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I can't. I can't do it. Nope. Nah. You've overstayed your welcome, Araldus. Um. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm obviously not a fan. I'm very glad that we are in lockstep with this, and that we've kind of disliked him, regardless of what he's put on. Uh, put on the stat sheet for the most part. Like, hey, if Araldus Chapman wants to come out and be. Uh, I don't know what's a year that he was amazing in. I'm just gonna guess 2013, Cincinnati maybe or something. If he wants to be vintage Araldus, like please do that. Obviously, but on a scale of one to a hundred, my confidence in him doing that is about a four, like next to impossible. Um, his last one, two, three, four appearances uh, since he's returned from the IL, he has walked. Five batters in three full innings, uh, and, he, and he's given up three runs. He had the two, the two good, uh, I guess if you want to call them good outings in Pittsburgh. Uh, Eleven pitches, ten pitches, one uh, K in two innings. He's not overpowering. Um, it's fifty-fifty if he can throw his fastball for a strike, and if he can't throw his fastball for a strike, hitters are just going to sit there and wait for him to hang a slider. Unless you're Bobby Dahlbeck, who Chapman throws you seven balls and you swing at three of them, and you gifted him a strikeout. Gifted. You made a silver platter. Fork, knife, spoon, all of it. Um, yeah, I, I hate Araldus Chapman, dude. I'm sorry, and that's a very strong word. I don't know if you saw the, the, um, the mound visit by Matt Blake, but he almost like just looked like he didn't want to hear it. Like at all. I, I don't know what's going through that dude. I he's gonna have an interesting free agency. I I don't know what's gonna happen with that guy. Um, but I some guess we teams just have gotta to deal take. With them. A f- I, yeah, I really think it's rem- like hilarious that they even thought of the fact Clay Holmes, who's now an All Star, would even have to share time with that guy. I, you go with a hot hand once again. Going, I I guess back to how the Yankees used to refuse or still somewhat do refuse. I mean, they're winning this year, but they just they go. Oh, Hot hand. No, no, we don't believe in that. Yeah. Literally the best reliever in baseball, and we're discussing just because Chapman is I, – I understand at points there are pitchers that need to be in that role, but there's a point in your career when you get slapped in the face and they say, eh, you're not going to fit there anymore. I mean, this guy he literally 
needs to learn how to pitch again. Like he's not uh, his hard mile an hour, ninety nine mile an hour fastball is nothing. Yeah, CC had to do it, dude. Yeah. I mean Chapman, he kind of did bro. it with his slider, but for like when he, Remember, when what he happened came to the back- splitter, bro? Now that I think about it. Maybe I remember he had the nail issues and stuff. I maybe it yeah. came from that, and he stopped throwing it. Maybe health stuff, but I don't know. Oh Get that guy God. away from the ninth inning. Put him in the fifth or something when we're yeah. desperate for just arms. Um, all right, savages of the series for this one. I am going with Josh Donaldson. Donaldson had two home runs, eight RBIs. Even though he had the blunder on Saturday. I thought he was well-deserving of the Savage of the Series for this one. Tyler, who did you have? That's fair. I am pulling up my boys' game logs right now. If the internet will load, here we go. Um, Aaron Hicks, dude. He had three, four, five hits in this game. He scored six runs. He had two homers. He had only two RBIs. um, And he had four walks. That's a lot of on-base. I don't know how many that is, but... Four, five hits, uh, three, six, nine, 13. He went five for 13. Five, six runs scored, two homers, four walks. So he got on base nine times in four games. 30 for 30 season, loading. Just kidding. I, I apologize, Aaron Hicks, um, if you're listening, which you're not. Uh, <laughs> but I've been hard on you. As every Yankee fan has, but that's just what it takes. That's what it takes to be good, Rob. Maybe Joey Gallo will learn. Probably not, because he probably uh, won't be on the Yankees in the next month. Um, all right, MVPs of sucking. They stink! Uh, do I be a jerk and give it <laughs> be back to back be with Jameson Tyone again? I mean, I could choose a reliever, but that's a cop-out. Yeah. Yep, you're getting it. Jameson Tyone, back-to-back. No bueno. No bueno. Do you think there he gets go. a phantom IL, Rob? It's possible. I think one, one more start, maybe. Like it, He does he have does the all-star again. break next week. so Yeah, he's he's begging for an all-star Herman break. is on the way back, that. it seems. Herman is on the way back. so uh-huh. It's interesting. He is – I talk about ERA Plus a lot. He's the only Yankee pitcher um, – think almost on well now you get into some he's the only yankee starter with an era plus below league average at 94 that's how bad his last seven starts have been yep not good no no dude and mine drum roll please is garrett cole learn how to pitch to rafael devers bro um yes yankees won the game you pitched um, six innings pitch, five hits, five earned is not the way to go. Three walks. Um, I was looking at your game logs before. You had a good, a very good four starts in a row. Um, but the start before that, you gave up seven runs against the Twins. You had four good starts, and then you gave up five runs against Boston. I know you can be better. The standards are high. Nestor could have got it too, but I laid off yep. him because I gave it to him not too long ago. Yep. All right. Um, cool. So some other news. We have a couple of Yankees on the All-Star team, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, we have John Carlos Stanton, Aaron Judge, both starting in the outfield as they should. 
Uh, Garrett Cole is one of the pitchers. Jose Trevino, Nestor Cortez, and Clay Holmes. Uh, you could kind of throw in Rizzo maybe getting robbed there, but there was uh, some good depth at first base, and those guys were putting up some good years. Um, Did Ty France make it? I don't think Ty France made it. So who is the other do. first baseman besides Vlad? If you don't know, we I th- we actually screenshotted it, I think. Because, yeah, I do think Rizzo got slub- snubbed a little bit. He got no love. It would have been nice to see him start. Uh, I know Vladdy is starting. Vladdy is starting. That is a for sure. Oh, I mean. Oh, here. Uh, those are reserves. Here we go. So we got. Jordan Miguel Cabrera. Luis Alvarez. Arez. Arez. From Minnesota is a first baseman. Oh, and Miguel okay. Ca- oh, Miguel Cabrera because they're doing that thing like the NBA did. With like giving, yeah, did, I saw that. Gave yeah. Dwayne Wade and the other guys on it too. Yeah, so if that's what gave Ty France a, a cut, ah, that I would Wait, be kind of pissed about that. Does Jordan not play any first base? Am I bugging? Is he just to play DH in some outfield, or am I? I, I think he's. A, well, they I think they gave Shohei the start, but I know Jordan is hurt. I believe so. Maybe Ty France will make it as a reserve of like a fill-in, but even then you're still a little pissed that you didn't make it as a go-to guy. But... Oh, I'm an idiot. Jordan doesn't even play first. I'm an idiot. Just ignore me. Oh, left yeah, Jordan left, left – yeah, left field. Um, but, yeah, got some starters in the in the All-Star game. Thought it's really cool that I said this to you, Tyler, that they're starting, they're healthy, they're performing, mm-hmm. and they get to be on a national stage, especially in L.A. There's a rumor now that – um, Stanton will be uh, participating in the home run derby. I know Acuna just announced that he will be in there, and so will Pete Alonso. Uh, I I th- I think the thing that's alluring Stanton of doing it is he's he's from L.A. He's in his hometown, so he thought it would be cool to do it again. Um, I'm not super concerned about the whole mess up my swing because he's yeah. done it two years and one of the years he did he finished off and won an MVP and the other year he made an all-star team so I'm not crazy scared about that if he wants to do it I think it'd be cool because I think it's honestly getting to a point where the home run derby is more popular than the all-star game itself um Mm -hmm. and I think these players really do appreciate what it is and like you know these are guys playing the games I know the fans will throw out they oh we don't give a shit blah 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 just play the game but like this is like a reward for them of being recognized, and I, I think that they want to soak it all up and and be, you know, appreciated by the fans. So I I, I have no problem with Stanton doing the all, uh, home run derby if he does do it, and I would love to see him destroy Pete Alonso so we can stop acting like it's, <laughs> I I don't know, Stanton's like won it's it before, it, like it's his game, yeah, yeah. I'm just, just my playground. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be yeah, pumped I mean, I to the, see. The Mets were like, three Pete time, question mark? I'm like, oh, my God. <sighs> it's just like Simon, that's serious. Why don't you worry about the eight-game lead you're in the process of blowing? <laughs> yeah, they're only one and a half up. Yeah, one and a half up. In a few, that, game, that series is in a few weeks. Stan, uh, yeah, Stan will hit some absolute shots. I mean, he also probably, he's gotten hate for like three years in a row, bro. So it's probably time for him to get some love. Yeah. I Let mean, him do what he wants to do. Yankee fan. I mean, realistically, if they took in All Star games for an entire season, Stanton would have made it 2018, 2021, yeah. and 2022. And outside of 2019, where he was hurt with the hamstring, um, 
and 2020, but then you factor in the postseason 2020, and he was killer. So, yeah, it's cool. I think it's I think he feels really appreciated now, and I think the Yankee fans are showing it back to him now, and they're stopping the whole boo, like consistent booing, and now. They've that was always it over ridiculous. to Joey Gallo, pretty much. Yeah. So who deserves it? Um, yeah. Did you see, did you see the videos of uh, Boone telling him? Yes. Not, I, or not I, John I saw the one of Nestor and Jose and Clay Holmes. And Clay. Yeah, th- those are the only ones I saw too. One, I loved how it seemed like a serious conversation too. Like Trevino was like, "Hey," or Boone was like, "Hey, uh, we know we, you know, the goal is to win a championship, right?" And he's like, "Yes." Like it seemed mad serious, and then he was like, "Well, I think you should, you know, take take a little hiatus and go to the Winter Classic, or or not Winter Classic, whatever he said, Summer um, Classic, yeah, Summer Classic in L.A. next week." And Trevino just like I don't know if he started crying or what it was, but he just like put his hands in his face and was like, you know, seemed to be pretty emotional about it and hyped up. And then he told Clay Holmes, he's like, you know, you're you're the most dominant reliever in baseball this year. Uh, you can go to the All Star game. And Clay was like, cool. Nestor like, okay. Cortez, <laughs> Nestor Cortez, gotten dropped from the Yankees roster times before he was picked up back. Oh yeah, Clay Holmes was traded for Hoy Park, who was not on the starting roster for the Pirates, and Jose Trevino was traded for Albert Abreu, who is now currently on the Yankees roster back because they didn't like him, and now Albert Abreu is contributing to the team. Yeah, uh, wild. Like, it's crazy world, man. Crazy world. So. Yeah, I think we've hit on everything. We've touched on everything. The Yankees have a series against uh, the Cincinnati Reds this week, as yep. well as I will be in attendance for July 16th against the Red Sox on Saturday. So that'll be fun. Uh, so hopefully oh, they could just beat up on Cincinnati this week and then um, Boston win the series there. Uh, but what Sip, an episode off number to the BX. What a number 100 for, for the podcast. Um, yes, sir. If you guys aren't subscribed already, be sure to subscribe. Leave us a rate and review. Go head over to the TikTok, which is now getting a good following. Follow us there. Head over to our Instagram at Four Savages or at Four Train Savages. That is also the TikTok uh, at at Four Train Savages, and then on Twitter is at Four Savages. So go over there, uh, follow us, subscribe, do all that. And we also have a pretty um, good little interview that'll be coming out uh, later this week. So mm-hmm. stay in tune for that. That'll be a fun one with with something coming up. So. Uh, Keep an eye out for that. And that's episode number 100. We will catch you guys next time.